welcome to the lion's den. I'm doing my nightly walk that I usually do once in a while here in my neighborhood. And I couldn't help but think about how long we have come from, you know, the days of back in the 70s when I used to live here and where we are now. And how things have really, they really haven't changed. It's just nowadays that the, the racial tension, <laughs> they have a different way of uh, doing it. And like I talked about before in one of my previous episodes, I think it was my gentrification episode, talking about how we used to get, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't walk out in this neighborhood late at night. You know, you would get chased or somebody would be fucking with you and you had to throw hands, you know what I'm saying? And just like now, you know, I'm, I'm walking in the park and I'm walking on once was the basketball courts I used to play on. And they tore the basketball courts down. Now, this, this park, part of this park is a section that they use for like the Italian festival. See, there's a baseball field right across from here and that's where they have the main carnival but they started to put like more rides at the festival in this park. So they would use the basketball court blacktop in this area, in this in this side of the park to put more rides in. So they tore the basketball courts down so they could have more space. And my son, you know, when we first moved around here, he noticed there was a basketball court at one time himself and he asked me that question he said daddy how come they tore the basketball courts down and I had to explain to him why they tore the basketball courts down and the reason why they won't be putting them back up and ironically you know on the way home today you know I have to come down my street and I actually pass this part of the park where the basketball the basketball courts used to be and there were two brothers here and they were painting these images on the blacktop of this once basketball court it looks like something in the middle like where the you know the main symbol goes in the middle of the basketball court it looks like the earth and then they just drew like some squares on the edges out here so they have pretty much <laughs> established of what they want in this neighborhood. And even, you know, what I'm dealing with, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to keep it 100, man. And I talked about this before. I do have a level of sentimental value when it comes to this neighborhood. 
And it doesn't matter, you know, the type of history you may go through. It can be something that's good or bad. But the entire experience was something in regards to, you know, the entire experience was something in regards to, uh, you know, making sure, you know, that you have an understanding that there were some, you know, some issues that were going on as far as, you know, I mean, just, just living in everything else, you know. So, what's up, man? So, um, <laughs> uh, the irony, I had to, you know, cut that segment because I just had a standoff with a Rottweiler. Uh, the owner didn't have him on a leash. Uh, and as you heard when I was talking, uh, he walks up, he stops, then he comes straight up to me and starts growling. <laughs> and his owner had to, you know, check him. But uh, it kind of goes with what I was what I was talking about, man. I guess you could say that's the 2019 version (laughs) of the type of shit that, you know, I was facing back in the day when I was roaming through this neighborhood during the late night. But I was, as I was talking about and trying to break myself away from the sentimental value that I had in this neighborhood, the attachment I had to the neighborhood. And it doesn't matter if the history that you experience is good or bad. You still can have a level of sentimental value when it comes to that. And in the process right now of having to relocate my family and it's really not just about the racial tension that I experience in dealing with this you know situation with the property manager and all this nonsense it also has something to do with a lot of the discussions I'll be having with some people that's in the in the know of talking about how you know we really don't want to be in the city limits when certain shit goes down but that's another episode for another day but it's just been real it's just it's just been real crazy and what I've experienced in the last couple of months when it comes to rental <laughs> racism Yo 
you're listening to the D Win Legacy Podcast, brought to you by D Souls Productions LLC, where we bring together life, culture, and communities. episode of the D Win Legacy Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here because I'm going to talk about something that is in, in relation to something that I'm actually dealing with right now as we speak. And this is what I'm calling this one. Rental Racism. Now, as you have heard, I'm not going to monetize this episode because I want to use some material from one of my favorite movies from 1979 called The Jerk starring Steve Martin. He was also the writer of the screenplay for this movie which was directed by famous director Carl Reiner. For me, this was Steve Martin at his best because you can really feel and relate to how he was really in character when this movie was created. For those, for those of you who don't know the movie, I, w- I would suggest you go and watch it. I won't be a spoiler, but Steve Martin is raised as a young black boy into an adult who eventually finds out that he's really not black. <laughs> and then he goes out into the world on his own. I mean, this is a very funny movie with the you know comedy that's involved it also came with some strong truth that people of color were not only dealing with back in 1979 but also here now in 2018 now the top the topic I'm going to focus on for this episode has to do with what I talked about in my gentrification episode but with laughter, also, you know, also comes a sense of pain. I was uh, packing because we're about to, you know, move out of the house we are currently living in. So I decided to throw in a movie to keep me entertained while I was packing. Now, funny enough, as many times as I watched this movie called The Jerk, which I have no idea how many times I have already watched it, but this time, something that I was already aware of but it just now here in 2018 hit home to my mind body and spirit it hit home and it hit hard because for the first time I'm witnessing something that is happening to me that I couldn't come to terms with and this is why I'm calling this episode rental racism Now, if you listen to my justification episode, you know, you know about how I talked about what's going on in my city here in Wilmington, Delaware. 
where all the rent and leasing is going up sky high, catering to certain types of people. And you know where I'm getting at, and I'm just not going to say it yet. Now, growing up here in the very neighborhood I lived in, me and my entire family, we pretty much grew up here facing racism at its finest. From being called nigger, not welcome in certain parts of the neighborhood, gotten chased, gotten into fights. I mean, the normal shit a black family faces living in an all-white neighborhood in the early 70s. There were only three black families on our block. And one of the black families, I remember, the father of the family was a minister. And they lived on a corner house on our block. I mean, this house was huge, with about 10 deep in their family. But they eventually moved out. I think the issues we faced living in an all-Italian neighborhood was just too much for them. But that house is still there after they moved out. It was renovated into a very beautiful home to live in. Anyway, my grandmother was fortunate to be able to have kept and maintained her home on the same block. And after she passed away, she was able to pass it on to my aunt, who now lives there. Now, back to the matter at hand. I have lived and grown up here in what they call Little Italy. And I made the mistake of allowing my sentimental value I have in living here overlook the true racism that still to this day is still going on. And it seemed to have gotten a turbo boost with Trump in office. Let me explain further. Now, I'm going to play some clips from this movie, The Jerk. Now, as funny as the movie is, like I said, it has some real truth that really blew my mind when I was sitting there listening to it while I was packing. Now, I'm going to play these clips. And after each segment, I'm going to chime in. Now, starting out this first segment... Steve Martin, who has, you know, came from being a bum to a multimillionaire. And as you know, when you start to reach a certain level in wealth, you start to have connections with different types of people. And in this scene in the movie, Steve Martin is walking around by his pool in his mansion and he's talking to some Italians about acquiring making money and you know getting new properties and I want you to listen exactly to what these Italians are saying that really can relate to what I talked about when it comes to gentrification in our inner cities now let's listen to this first segment when they talk about depreciation. The pure initial investment is a half a billion dollars, and your apartments are up in March 
distribution of X amount of dollars rolling in by the end of this year. Ah, X amount. That's very good, isn't it? Not only that, you can depreciate the entire building for the full amount. Depreciate! Mmm. <laughs> now, even though Steve Martin has no idea what these Italian gentlemen are talking about, he's agreeing with them because uh, he feels he's going to, you know, make more money. But as you heard, the Italians were talking about depreciating their property and they were relating to like apartment complexes. And what they do, they have, you know, apartment complexes that were built. Uh, they're no longer in use or people are living in very slum, slum conditions and then they let them pretty much just you know just go to waste and they let them get to their most lowest value and then they buy them for a low cost and then they'll go back in and most of the time they don't even fix them back up but they'll reestablish a new rental property that is unaffordable for the people living there <laughs> let's go to the next segment we found a way to get around this fair housing crap ah good getting around the crap now you heard the italian gentleman talking about the fair housing act he called it the fair housing crap uh the fair housing act was you know first passed in 1968 shortly after the assassination of dr martin luther king and it was prohibited uh, discrimination based on race, color, religion, and national origin. Uh, discrimination based on uh, also on sex was added in 1974. But the but the Italians and other races and cultures, people who own property, actually found a loophole around the Fair Housing Act. So let's continue to listen. <laughs> Keeping the rents high, we're going to appeal to a select class of people. Select class. Very, very good. Now, as you heard the gentleman say, his name is Iron Balls McGinty in the movie. <laughs> he talks about how you know, he said we're going to appeal to a certain class of people. And this is key to what he's saying because the other gentleman who said the last part in this segment uh, re relating to the Fair Housing Act, after this gentleman said that, he he waved this like this OK sign behind Steve Martin's back to let him know that he said it in a uh, more respectful way. But Steve Martin really still didn't get the fact that these Italians were racist. And he didn't catch on to the fact that their whole point of their conversation was to what they call, which you're going to hear in the next segment, is to keep out the niggas. <laughs> Let's listen in. We'll keep the eggplants up. Ah, good. We don't want any vegetables. No, no, the jungle bunnies. Oh, of course. They'll eat the vegetables. Boss, can I, can I talk to him? We're gonna keep out the niggas. The what? The niggas, we'll keep them out. Yes, sir? You are talking to a nigger. <laughs> ah! 
Now, that was a very funny part of the movie because Steve Martin finally realized where these Italians were coming from. So he gets pissed off. He rips off his robe and uh, he says, you know, you're talking to a nigger, as you heard. And, you know, he has these gold chains on and he has a black belt on with white pants and he ends up kicking her ass. So <laughs> Very funny part of the movie. Now, as you heard on those clips, the comedic racism that took place in this film. And as I mentioned, the irony to hear what was said and now it related so well to what I'm experiencing right now as I speak to you on this episode. And the truth is, we really can't blame other races and cultures for their shortcomings on how they treat other people. It's in their nature. It's who they are. What black people should be doing is have the same type of ruling class mentality. And I'm sure this is not just happening here in my city, but as long as I have seen, you know, this through my whole life and have been here, I have never seen it so right in your face like I'm seeing it right now. And when it comes to us as black people being locked out and redlined to only certain parts of this city, where only, you know, certain areas we are allowed to live, and I had to ask myself many, many times while out looking for a new place to find residence, should I feel bad that the places that are being presented to me be, you know, because of this current situation, I feel are beneath my standards of living and all because we are now facing rental racism this is the d win legacy podcast take care and be safe peace Well, ending this podcast, this episode, funny enough, even through all that bullshit, 
of the property management trying to paint me into a corner and all that bullshit they was going through trying to force me to buy the place and they did it again <laughs> just recently you know they were they were one at one point in time they were in a mode of pushing me out trying to get me to get out as quick as possible but see how karma works because I'm always the type of person that always put myself in a position to do the right thing no matter what somebody else is doing to me we always kept our payments on time. We always kept the house up to a, a certain standard of treating it like it was our own. And now it seems like the property owner is now having problems and issues trying to get the property sold. So now they're renegotiating. <laughs> They've gotten to the point where they are now telling me that they were they will give me seller's assistance along with me being you know requalified for an FHA loan but no nah, I'm not having that shit I'm keeping things I'm keeping things moving and then moving around and looking at different properties and I'm on the fence right now. I'm not going to lie. A lot of my people are saying, look, man, just go ahead and buy. And I've also been looking at rentals. And I'm looking at a lot of shit that has great potential. But we'll keep you posted. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast. And as you notice, the bullshit and the nonsense that I have been going through, like I always say, take care and be safe. Peace.